Hi, everyone. It's Nathan from the podcast you're about to listen to. I was going to do a weird, kooky, zany, funny thing to make a joke, but I want to offer for once a very heartfelt and serious thank you to everyone over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash some good shows. With your help, we are able to pay for like our website hosting and our podcast hosting. Actually, we've never said this before, but there is a code in the description of every podcast we upload, which is our referral code to Pinecast, which is our hosting service. They fucking rule. If you want to start a podcast or you already have a podcast, plug that in and they just take a little bit off of our bill, which is really cool. So those are two ways that you can support us. And also, I should say, we do have a merch store with some new Attack on Titan merch in there as well. So back to Patreon. If you are a patron of ours on the Golden Skull tier, like the new member, Charlotte Lane, you are able to get your names shouted out thusly. Ben Krieger, like I said, Charlotte Lane, Colleen Humphreys, Dion Thomas, Doc Rubente, Eddie Di Santiago, Emily Lyon, Ezra, Hannah Kim, Kyle Hatfield, Matt, aka Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Mick, aka The Nanobiologist, Nancy Konek, shout out Cam's mom, Nene12715, Nick Potter, Hillnock, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, and Zach. We appreciate you guys so, so much. It is so cool that we have a small community of people that like the weird, silly, heartfelt shows that we make. So, without further ado, and before this edible kicks in, let's get to the podcast. Previously on The Big Three. God, he is a Republican, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. Dr. Yeager asks Aaron why he wants to join. Aaron says that he wants to know what the outside world is like. Armin keeps the show grounded. Like he he feels mm-hmm. like the heart of the show. He's somebody where like you can look at him and you're like, okay, that's kind of like someone I can more relate to yeah. compared to mm-hmm. all of the more tropey type characters. Yeah. While they eat humans, they don't need to in order to survive. That's like giga fucked. <laughs> it's like weird seeing the Titans get angry they feel like weirdly desperate in a way. Welcome to The Big Three, the show that covers the best anime around and delves into themes, trivia, and more. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And I'm Cam Koenig. A cryptid. Um, Correct. A cryptid, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Cam is like the hat man. You you see him if you have uh, sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. in your corner. Um, But this is not a podcast about Cam teleporting into your nightmares. You only see me if you come looking for me. Or if I come looking for you. That is generally how people find you. Correct. Other. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> if you look at me, you will come. <laughs> is that, is that, are we doing that? What are we? That's why the show's audio only. So, yeah. <laughs> I got like 13 pairs of pants on right now. So we're good. Like, oh my God. <laughs> We're all intangible, like except except for Jess. Jess Jess is is posting good selfies and looking great, and Cam and I are just clouds. I think it's because Jess has a check mark and we don't. I think that's pretty much all it is. I think you like get your corporeal you get your corporeal form once you get Twitter verified. Yeah, absolutely. Life life doesn't start until verification. <laughs> life begins at verification. Holy cow. Oh my god. Um, the secret the GOP doesn't want you to know. Jesus Christ. Connor is just a cross post with between you and Andrew. <laughs> no, we call that a collab uh in the biz. Um, 
Anyway, these jokes are all very timely and will be as, such as fleets. <laughs> um, oh y'all remember fleets? Anyway, episode three of this podcast, we made it past the curse. We made it past the curse. We're here. We're recording. We're more We're more regular. We're having yeah. our fiber. We're working out. A lot of bread. It's great. We're working on our fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's we're doing it. Episode nine is the whereabouts of his left arm, which is, I think, the worst title of this show. Wait, is that really the title? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh. And like, it does yeah. not cover the whereabouts of his left arm, really. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, but like, kind of. I get oh, what they yeah. were going after. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. It should have been called like the left arm or left arm or something like that, but like the whereabouts of his left arm. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of into it. It sucks, but I'm kind of <laughs> into it. Um, so at the morning of the big fight from last episode, most the most capable fighters, the Survey Corps, embarked on a trip outside the walls to capture Titans for research. And because of this absence, the fight went a little sloppy, as you may remember. There wasn't any adults left in the walls to do any of the fighting. It was just the kids. Just the child soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Just the indoctrinated child soldiers. No big deal. Oops, all child soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> so we flash back to that departure and we're introduced to Commander Irvin, Captain Levi, and mm. squad leader Hanji. How you doing over there, Jess? Mm. <laughs> now you're talking about mm. wearing 13 pairs of pants. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've yeah, 18 yeah. over here. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm wearing 13 pairs of assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not wearing any. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not I'm actually not wearing yeah. any assless chaps at the moment. I'm not I'm not either actually. I, I have like Ooh. I have yoga pants on right now, which is like the thirstiest kind of uh athleisure wear. Sure. Yeah. 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 Think about that's not. that's like oops, I dropped my wallet at the at the, at the grocery store. Oopsies. Oops, Captain Levi. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm even wearing my sweatshirt that says pretty girls like anime. So um, oh, I'm really yeah. dressed to Dude, impress I want that. Now. Yeah. I um, want that. I have some bad news for you. Are we cringe? <laughs> well, I mean, we're like at least twelve hundred years in the future, my guy. So You don't know that. You don't know I that. Said the, okay, Time whatever. They're not I'll on the Gregorian calendar. I'll go back for yeah. him. I'll wait for you for time to cycle around again. <laughs> I will um, go back for him and I will bend over and show my back for him. You will go back yeah. for him. You will throw it back, <laughs> for, throw him. It back for him. There we go. That's the more concise. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Great. So I want to make two things up clear up right up front. One. Uh, Hanji, Hanji is one, the love of my life, yeah, yeah. and two, they are explicitly non-binary. Um, oh, the rules. I didn't know that. Yeah, with exceptions so rare that I don't think it occurs, they are always referred to as they, and this was an intentional thing on the part of um, the author Hajime Isayama, and has been confirmed by the publishers, where they were like, no, yeah, like, he told us, like, not to, because in Japan, gendered pronouns aren't really yeah. a thing, but- in translation and adaptation, like there was a message from on high that was just like, hey, this character specifically, like, like, keep it, keep it nooch, keep it, keep it Hell nooch yeah. for Hanji. Keep it nooch. Uh, it's not really a super widely known thing because it's it's I don't want to say that it's secret. It's just something that like, you know, me as somebody who's read all of the comics and watched the show like a million times, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. They never, ever refer to them in a gendered way, at least in the the subs. And I, I'm almost positive in the dubs, which I think is pretty cool. I, I think that a lot of non-binary people may be let down when a character's like identity is not talked about in the media itself. But for me, I, I kind of like that this is just a pre-existing part of Hanji yeah. and something that doesn't need challenging or justifying mm-hmm. like. To me, representation includes stories where someone representing you goes through it as a result of some non-normal thing, as well as stories where, oh yeah, I guess they never refer to them with gendered pronouns. Like, that's the kind of life I want, where where people are like, oh yeah, I guess they didn't didn't call them him. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. That's that's like, yeah. (laughs) I'm non-binary and I'm here. That's, that's real. Like, I don't, I don't need more of, more uh, than that, but. I know. It's just not being pigeonholed to to one type of story when you have these characters. It's not tokenizing them, you know, which is really cool. Because I feel like, and like, I get it whenever you do want to draw attention to those issues. Like, I mean, a a big thing is like, you know, 
women's representation in video games or just different things like that. And like, I get, and I think it's totally valid to have, you know, celebrations of these women and draw attention to that and say like, oh, this is really cool because it has like a female lead or something like that, because Mm -hmm. it still is something that you want to draw attention to. But at the same time, an ideal world is when we can get to a place where like that exists, but you also are allowed to be quiet about it and have normal stories and have, and like, it doesn't have to be something that's drawn. It's treated as normal. Yeah. 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 So, so normal that you didn't notice it. Right. So it is that I, I do like that. That's really cool that's not something that you see in anime really no not at all not at all it especially especially when stuff is coming from japan a lot of times they're a little bit behind on that that notion of of keeping it keeping it cool with that kind of stuff but yeah like i think that stories can deal with you know the pain side of that stuff and that's not like a better or worse thing i just think that you need both sides of of that to be like actually representation Mm -hmm. or else it's just like i just don't need another another thing about like there's enough pain happening in this series. Like I don't need. Yeah, I don't need be a little more. bad. Yeah, there's enough. Um, <laughs> dysphoria. I don't, you don't need gender dysphoria uh, atop all yeah. of the uh, dystopian vibes. <laughs> yeah, Hanji's gender is science. Um, so they're they're getting ready to go, and Hanji is is like I said, big horny for science. Levi is a little jerk, and Irvin is stoic. That's all you learn until. The end of these episodes, pretty much. I love Levi. I think I think he is. He has some he does some really good scenes in these episodes. He's he's got got like big teenager Aizawa vibes, kind of like Aizawa before he calmed his shit Mm -hmm. down a little bit. (laughs) He very much has like. I'm such a fucking sucker for like one particular type of 2D man. Uh, But it's like that (laughs) Aizawa, like Roy Mustang vibes. Yeah. Yeah, of the of the like you have to work to impress me kind of a thing. I'm the I'm the I'm the hottest thing that ever lived kind of a thing. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Some Kakashi shit. I got it. Daddy issues. That's yeah. that's what I call it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> These are the best of the best as far as troops go, but even so, 30% of uh troops usually die on each um survey outing, which is saying something when you have like Captain Levi, the living Beyblade on your team. <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> dude, his his signature move is let it yeah. rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get into dude, that a little bit later. He's a fucking badass. He's, he's got that yeah. tiny little dancer's body. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we, we see a troop getting 30 presented right away and he vows like someday Captain Levi is going to take out all the Titans. And this dude actually knows what anime he's in because Levi squad shows up right then the sequence whips ass and gives us a glimpse of what will soon become Levi's famous, like clean freak attitude. And like I said, Beyblading, he gets Titan blood on him and he's like fucking gross, (laughs) which yeah, correct. I mean, it does, it does evaporate off of you, but like still fucking gross. It still juices what were inside a thing and now are not inside a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do not like the inside juice. No, no. And there's even a, a horrible inside juice thing happening uh, later on in these episodes, yeah. too. Um, so we then see Levi. Uh, we then see a Levi squad member named Petra uh, tending to the troop as uh, that they saved. Unfortunately, this world doesn't have a cure for being bit in half, so it's not looking too good. Yeah, I'm surprised there was anything left of him. Do you want to hear the, the a short, tiny tangent? Yeah, it's our podcast, baby. Let's go. Anyway, so I bit someone in half. <laughs> so Petra, Petra is a character in Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I was mm. like, dude. You know what'd be so fucking good? An Attack on Titan tactics game. Yeah. And it existed. Oh. Yeah. It was a mobile game. And it yeah. Oh, the mobile one. Okay. Oh, oh, it doesn't All of the Attack on Titan games are really bad. Um, but I don't know anything about the mobile game. So there was a mobile game, apparently, because I typed in Attack on Titan tactics, because I was like, there's gotta be like that would be so fucking good. That's literally what it's called, too. Yeah. And I looked it up and yeah, the servers were shut down. But it was a mobile game. But holy shit, that would actually be like a really cool game if it dude they did pokemon conquest let's go yeah. you know just put like nobunaga in there just make a big nobunaga titan if it were done yeah. right though like that honestly would be such a good game anyway that's the end of my tangent it just made me oh, really yeah. want that oh, style yeah. of game because i'm obsessed no. with tactics games 
well and i am i am too but like for me a lot of the the stuff with fire emblem has like gotten away from the like gameplay stuff mm-hmm. and it's more it's more this like quasi dating simulator <laughs> at this point which is fine and it's not a bad thing it's just not for me mm-hmm. but i miss i miss the like advance wars days where it's just like go attack the green like tanks yeah. and i'm like yeah let's do it no i want to give levi levi a smooch too <laughs> yeah no yeah Still, you, though, yeah a little smooch <laughs> just imagine him at a tea time his head, oh my god his head barely uh, above the table <laughs> i need my booster seat <laughs> i don't know what it is um i really do feel like captain levi has huge like yeah man i fucking love tea time energy like he i mean he's the only one that's wearing like a frock yeah. <laughs> like he's got like a cravat yeah. on. he's a little he's a little gender curious yeah easy yeah. <laughs> He's a little he's a little fancy boy. Yeah. Um I him. I really like Levi and we're going to learn seems great. a lot yeah, we're going to learn a lot more about him. He is he is my favorite character in the show like I hands down. So Levi talks to the man who was bitten in half and asks like and the the man is like was I able to make a difference? The same kind of thing as what happened in the first episode when the mom was like did he die for a good reason or whatever? And he puts his hand out to Levi. And even though we were literally just shown that Levi is a clean freak, he takes the hand without hesitation with like a sound effect and everything. It's like very emotional. He tells him like, you're of great utility to the cause now. And your resolve that you leave behind is going to give strength to myself and the others. And I'm going to take out every single Titan. It's like, damn, like yeah. somebody's got leadership yeah. skills here. Dang. OK, cool. He didn't just cry and shit his pants and go, no. <laughs> Shout out to Levi. Uh, basically coming across as the first, like, actually competent person in this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, okay, you understand what's happening here. It's him and Mikasa, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was what drew me to him. Like, I mean, okay, first of all, he's fine. Yes. Yeah. Right. But also, that was what drew me to him is because, like, you, so far, we have seen, like, Aaron, who has this mentality of, like, I'm going to kill them all. But it's, you know, I, I don't know. He has it's, no idea how he's going to yeah. do it. Yeah. He doesn't have, like, the, the skill to back it up. Um, yeah. And then you have even like the like at the very beginning when the people came back and they're just like, oh, it was terrible. It was all pointless, blah, blah, blah. You've just seen a lot of like ineptitude. <laughs> so yeah, it yeah. was it was really great to kind of see, I don't know, this character who is compassionate and who understands like how to raise morale and who genuinely cares about his people and who mm-hmm. cares about the cause and who has like that fire and passion. It's like, OK, you're I, I love you. You're yeah. my favorite. Well. And that's and that's kind of the the like core of this set of episodes is like the the internal failings and the ineptitudes and all that kind of stuff have mounted to the point where all somebody has to do in a big group of soldiers is be like, I'm fucking done. And then everyone's like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. because nobody has any faith in anything. They don't they can't really rally around anything. And And so on top of that, just the compassion too. like this, this Mm -hmm. scene, I think from Levi, who is like not a very compassionate person, but for his troops, he's like he's there for. And it was so necessary, too, because I think that like if that scene didn't exist, you would have a very different idea of who he is. Um, but this, yeah, he's a piece of shit otherwise, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like this. Oh, okay, he can kill good, <laughs> you yeah. know. But this is like, no, he is like a good leader, and he genuinely cares, and he will get, you know, dirty with his troops. He he doesn't care. He'll go through the shit. Like he you is. Wish you, you wish you were one of his troops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I honestly, I want to get eaten in half just so. Okay, no. <laughs> well, just that's so the show, everybody. Uh, just so you will. Hold my, you know what? I wasn't going there. I'm sending a horny jail missile to your <laughs> house. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Levi's good. Levi's very <laughs> good. Yeah. Levi's great. Yeah. Um, Call me. So, yeah. <laughs> So Petra um, stops him there and explains that like the man has passed, the man's gone, um, and Levi is like, "Well, did I, do you think he heard it?" And it's honestly, who knows? But she's like, "Yeah, probably." And then he's like, "All right, well, cool." Uh, anyway, Erwin uh, shows up and then like is like, "Hey, uh, wall bad. Uh, we gotta go." And speaking of that very bad situation, we cut to Aaron being digested by the Titan. 
There's bodies of other troops, one of which is still alive. And Yo, that fuck, that was fucked, dude. <laughs> that was pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, any 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 time you deal with like being close to a titan, it's giga fucked. But then when you are like past that point of fear, where you're like your brain, you don't even think like what happens after. Yeah. You're just worried about getting at, and then you're just like in this. And we learned that they don't have digestive things, so it's literally just a big hole in the body that yeah, <laughs> these people fucked up, dude. Into. It's fucked up, man. Like Aaron thinks about how angry this makes him. Like justifiably, he's like that. Like our efforts amounted to nothing. Our lives, our dreams. Why were they taken away? We then see Santa get fucking kerploded by Aaron emerging as a titan. This motherfucker got chest bursted, dude. It was gr- back bursted. Yeah. It was it was gross. You like you see like the twitching on the inside and shit. An interesting point here is that Titans still go for him. So whatever Titans are like looking for in people, they see it in Aaron and know that he's human and thusly they want to they want to get at him. He takes the Titans out like we know and talks about how he wants to kill more, kill them all, kill every last one. And then he wakes up saying as much while surrounded by troops who all saw him be a Titan a minute ago and just heard him say, kill them all while like having an evil smile. Nah, man, I just really like Metallica. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, St. Anger was a good album. Aaron Um, Yeager would fucking think that. That's that's why that's why I said that. <laughs> I fucking hate this kid, dude. Um, not a good look. Yikes! Yeah. Do better, uh, Aaron. I say. <laughs> yeah, that's problematic, Aaron. Yeah. I think he's gonna get canceled. <laughs> dude, he almost gets canceled by a dude. fucking cannon. <laughs> cannon sold. Yeah, canceled IRL is what we call murder. I <laughs> say, so, yeah. This this man is writing his Twitter thread. Yeah. <laughs> what is a twit longer if not just a clout eulogy? If you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, and Armin oh drafts his notes apology yeah, for him. he does. And a good fucking thing he did, too. Yeah, because <laughs> Aaron's would have, yeah. We've seen what Mikasa says under pressure. I'm the best. Go away, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like the troops that were with Aaron are told to keep, keep it all secret. Like, they or Aaron even know what the fuck is happening at all. These episodes are really where we start to see, like, the Death Note direction come through with these, like, intense conversations with wild cinematography and, like, whack is shit but very cool angles of like Armin doing the salute and it's like a fisheye lens yeah. over top of him it's very cool that was a really good shot yeah side note here did y'all see that apparently the Simpsons is doing an episode that is a parody of Death Note oh my I god I would like <laughs> to see that I just have to know that's that's just I just had to throw that I in just there. have to know what that is I, well if if this if this uh if this recording or if this episode ends up shitty, it's because it's the that is the only thing I'm gonna be able to think about for the rest <laughs> of my life. I honestly I was thinking so I saw the news earlier and I was like, we have to cover that on the big three. <laughs> Straight up just treat it like a normal thing. I'd fucking do it. Just a one episode. Let's thing fucking where we do just it. I don't give a shit. It. Like that sounds fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. So the guy that's anti All Might, the, the guy that is voiced by Chris, his name is Wellman. As in, well, man, you fucking suck. You got him. But he's yelling at Aaron and Cope, uh, saying that if they make one wrong move, they're going to be killed. They justifiably are a little bit scared that Titans and people can be one and the same. And he's like, hey, are you a Titan or a human? But Aaron doesn't quite remember everything yet. And he's like, I don't understand the question. <laughs> Because he thinks it's just a dream. Uh, they argue for a bit till Mikasa steps in saying like, hey, my specialty is tearing through flesh. If necessary, I'm willing to demonstrate that at any time. God, I love her. <laughs> Absolute queen shit. I wish yeah. that anybody loved me as much as she loves Aaron for no good reason. Yeah, do better, Connor. <laughs> she has good reason. She does. Yeah, but yeah. Mikasa absolutely she does. is, and we've probably made this joke on this very podcast, but she is like the fucking kick-ass, super cool bisexual girlfriend dating just a three episodes in a row. Dude. Yeah, three episodes in a row. Honestly. <laughs> Fuck, that's so true, dude. It bears repeating and it will never not be true. God, man. <laughs> um, so no one knows what's going on. And so they're ruled by fear, Armin says. Hmm. All right. Cool. Parallels to the real world. Aaron knows that he won't be the only one to die if he fucks up here. And he says that he's human, but they don't 
believe him. Wellman raises his hand to fire as Mikasa scoops them up. Just then, Aaron's key falls out of his shirt and he remembers his basement and knows uh, that there must be something going on with him specifically. And he remembers the night that his dad disappeared where he told Aaron to like, hey, literally never let go of this key ever. And he remembers that he needs to make it back there. And so we see Grisha readying a shot and says, this is going to impair your memory. He likely doesn't want Aaron to just stroll back to his house with Mikasa at age like 12 or whatever, right? Like not with the situation vis-a-vis Titans around there too. Um, so maybe he's just hoping that this this memory comes back later. He says, this power that I'm about to give you is going to help you come home and take back the wall later. And before he blacks out, Aaron hears Grisha say, their memories will teach you. And it seems like some kind of memory taught him something, because then just then uh, he bites his hand and turns into, well, not really a titan. <laughs> More like a, a horror. <laughs> they look a lot cooler if they did. <laughs> they look a lot cooler if they all look like this shit. This fucking Iron Maiden fucking album cover <laughs> motherfucker. I, I just, yeah, it's, it's some real like Elden Ring Kaled vibes. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yes. Scarlet Rot. This shit fucking owned, dude. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I like once I knew that once the more like metal imagery and like weird fights and punches and shit came through that Cam was going to be like, yo. Yeah. No, this so far coolest looking thing in the show by a fucking country mile. (laughs) I love that the like the little the one eye in there like twitches around and like looks around. (laughs) It's fucking magic eight ball of an eye. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, this is somehow worse than the Titans. They're right. I really wish there were someone in the background saying this is somehow worse. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like Connie in the back or Sasha or something. (laughs) Oh, God. Not only is it a Titan, but it's a Republican. (laughs) Fuck. Episode 10, response. Uh, We see Marco being yelled at by a guy named Daz. Daz is absolutely the literal worst cadet of all time. (laughs) We see that in these episodes. He says he wants out and he's talking about, I don't care that other people died. It made me feel good that it wasn't me that died when I saw people dying. Everyone's freaking out because they don't know what's happening. Even more things start happening, like uh, an explosion within the wall, which is you know, very concerning if you're in the wall. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Annie, Reiner, and Bert Holt rush to see what's going on when they see something they maybe didn't expect, which is that Aaron can transform into a Titan. Aaron gets out of his mech meat and joins <laughs> the gang on the ground. It is a mech yeah, suit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, this is this is some, like, 20 episodes into Evangelion shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, it really is like they just jump to the halfway point of Evangelion where it gets fucked. (laughs) So there's like this plume of steam um, from, you know, what with the Titan and such and his bones are falling and collapsing. I don't like the steam. You don't like the (laughs) steam? Talk to me about the steam, Jessica. Not as in I don't like the fact that it exists. It just makes it it's once again, it's somehow worse. I don't like oh. the idea of it also being hot and sticky. Yeah, hot and sticky yeah. and you're breathing it and yeah. like, okay. I thought you meant like you hated the, at that aspect of the no, story and no, I was no, like, no. whoa, Jess <laughs> really hates right. steam. Jesus, dude. No, I just hate the Jess thought. is a GOG fan. <laughs> <laughs> People I getting just, murdered left and right. You're like, nah, I hate steam actually. <laughs> I'm more of an epic game store fan I, over here. Honestly, the real the real villain the real villain is steam. No, I don't know. Just it's like it's not the heat, it's the humidity. For me it's yeah. not the titan, it's the steam. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the no. it's not the titan, it's the motion in the ocean or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's 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 like ugh, it's just it's just gross cuz those people gross. are breathing in that yeah. that stuff too and ugh. Yeah. Um, I don't want to I don't want to breathe in the hot titan steam. It's no, so you yes, don't. Yucky. Uh, hot hot titan smoke. Don't breathe this. No. There's a there's a joke for all of you uh, early 2000s YouTube kids. Thanks. Great. Great. So there's like that plume of steam. And on the other side, there's a bunch of people that don't understand them and therefore want them dead. Aaron seems to think he can become a Titan again and scale the walls to get back to the basement. But dude, he. OK, here we go. But dude, he just made day 19 of March Madness nut where a fucking moth comes out because you can't nut that much. dude. Hey, Nate. Hey, Nate. No, we have to stop the show. Hey, hey, Nate. 
Hi. The fuck does that mean? You know what March Madness is? Where you, like, day one of March, you jack off once. Day two, you jack off twice. <laughs> I have never heard this before okay. in my life. I was like, this has nothing to do with basketball. <laughs> so that's why I said he just made day 19 of March Madness nut where a fucking moth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See, I just merged the two concepts together yeah. and I was just like, man, do they like just jack off a lot during like college basketball? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like hockey beards. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was my joke about cum that I wrote when the edibles were kicking in last yeah. night. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> um, so Armin thinks about all the times Aaron and Mika's has saved him and he wants to be able to save them too. And he wants to stand as equals with them, but he... He says that he, like, knows he can't, but he's literally the best one of them. <laughs> Just then, Aaron leaves the final choice up to Armin. He's like, hey, like, you got the biggest head, you have the biggest brain, and so you should be the tactician here. Not me. I am the berserker guy. Mikasa is the knife girlfriend. You have to be the brain boyfriend for me right now. <laughs> Oh, there's like a flashback and he's like, dude, you told Hannes to come looking for us. And that's the reason that we're alive at all. So, like, I trust you implicitly because yeah. I owe my life to you. First smart thing Aaron has done this whole fucking show. Yeah, no, it's it's like you. I, I think, Cam, you said it last time, but like, it's just cool that the characters in this show understand, recognize and reference each other's individual strengths yeah, totally <laughs> because in a lot of times in shows it's just like they just forget that i don't know izzy in digimon is like a fucking genius and has the internet for right. some and reason it doesn't ever like feel forced <laughs> here which i kind of like like there are there are like no. certain shows like honestly like obviously i fucking love my hero sometimes like a, some parts of my hero gets like oh well you can do this oh man look at that you can do it you know um and this one is very yeah. like a lot more grounded in how it presents that. It's just like, bro, you're smart as fuck. Just figure something out. It's way better than anything either of us are going to come up with. Great. Yeah. And when and when you see it happen, you're like, oh, yeah, because he's because he's smart he's as fuck. Like, smarty pants. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Armin realizes that his friends are really his friends were really the friends he made along the way. Oh, boy. And he comes up with the plan to lick some serious boot and suck up and prove that they're not enemies of humanity. I joke, but his speech is so fucking cool and it makes you real good. makes you respect and love Armin so much that it like he like truly gives a shit yeah. about his friends and like believes in like humanity and shit. The like framing and how he presents his like speech with the salute at the end is mm -hmm. so fucking powerful. Yeah. And it's like I'm, I joke about it being like bootlicky, right? But it's also like, bro, they're pointing cannons at you. Lick a little <laughs> yeah. boot. It's fine. You know, as a treat. Yeah. Well, it's so cool, though, in that moment where you can see all of the soldiers who are about to execute yeah. that order kind of be like, who who is really the person who is more concerned about serving their country right now? Like, who yeah. is really concerned about what is good for the people because you yeah. have this like kid down there who is you know saying saying real patriotic shit and not just let's blow them up shit you know yeah, and exactly. so like yeah it's it like you can already see how armin is compassionate um and has the makings to be a really good leader and a very like and he's just very strategic like even like yeah. his speech that was a very good strategic move Mm hmm. Yeah. No, this is. Yeah, this is. He has many of these moments coming up, too, where it's just like, oh, shit, Armin did a smart thing and comes up with an idea that I think oftentimes the 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 viewer wouldn't. Right. Like, I think that's kind of a really cool thing where, you know, sometimes you'll watch a show and be like, oh, why didn't they just do X, Y, Z thing that seems simple to you or whatever. But like. Whenever Armin comes up with a plan, you're like, oh, that's smart. <laughs> you know, like it's it is a unique thing that he came up with that you're not like, yeah, it was one of the three options I thought of already. I, I love that he is like, listen, I joined this cause. I knew that I may like lay down my life. So if it's here, that's fine. But until you kill me, I'm going to advocate his strategic value. And he does the salute and. I cannot believe that this is Tokoyami. Yeah. <laughs> it's, ins it's insane to me, dude. Yeah. 
Um, good, good range on that guy. Good for him. He's, yeah, he's 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 got he's got the meats for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> before before Wellman can command the troops to take our squad out with a second thing, um, Pixis shows his bald head uh, ass up and pulls rank and is like, "Hey, buddy, um, stop it and go sit down, please. <laughs> You're gonna kill the protagonists. <laughs> You're scaring the hose." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. He basically says that yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, hey, I love this dude. Pixis, dot Pixis. He's yeah. great. Nate Shippuden. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 insane in a quiet way that I really enjoy. Um Pixis like talks to the gang on top of the walls and asks, like, oh, okay, Armin, what's your plan? And Armin is like, I just wanted to not die, but I think that maybe Aaron could move a big rock. Um I, I do want to give a shout out uh, to the fact that Pixis is just like, I'm going to be real with you. Saying something to not die is a pretty valid reason to say something. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like a little boot. It's fine. You know? <laughs> and uh, so the, the plan is to, as, as Pixis says later in the English dub, which I love, uh, he's going to grab the boulder and schlep it into the hole yeah. and voila. <laughs> like he's a fucking roadie. <laughs> Dude, he has big, like, roadie energy God, for sure. Does. Um, Titan Aaron absolutely just looks like a roadie, so yeah. <laughs> that's true. Holy shit. Month two of tour. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like, him, like, I'm having flashbacks to when I used to be a musician and just, like, carrying my bass drum on my back yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> Schlep it onto the stage and voila. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> episode 11 icon um aaron once again has no idea how he's gonna do the thing but by god is he gonna try the gang doesn't necessarily understand at this point why the commander trusts them beyond being like a last chance crazy idea but what the fuck else are you gonna do <laughs> like you gotta make a sandwich with the bread that's there <laughs> we cut to daz who Again, like Daz is freaking out and basically saying he doesn't care if he has to harm people in his squad to skirt um, being in the line of fire. Daz fucking sucks. I hate Daz. You'll see him in the background a lot. He fucks up so much. I hate Daz so much. He looks like he's 55 and he's like, he's like <laughs> 17. <laughs> Holy shit. Really? Yeah, that's what, that's what stress do to you, man. Oh. That's what being a piece of shit do to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This motherfucker yeah. <laughs> looks like this motherfucker's ugly philosophically. It's <laughs> <laughs> a way better joke. That's fine. <laughs> you can just tell. Like I just pulled up a photo of him. You can tell that he's one of those people who's like, no, I don't drink water. It tastes bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um his words are reaching some of the troops, though, and they're starting to panic. But then uh, Jean like, is like, hey, if you're going to go, this is basically what Aaron says to him earlier, too, which mm -hmm. is like, where are you going to go? There's more walls. You're going to run out of walls to retreat behind, though. Like, you're going to either die doing something important or die, die like a punk in the streets, screaming and shitting and farting. Pixis says that humanity still has yet to unite, even though they face a global issue. Haha, <laughs> couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> I think this is what Pixis and the, like, the title of the episode, Icon, are hinting at, which is that Pixis recognizes that Aaron has the potential to be a figure to rally behind and serve as an icon to the masses and unify them and all that sort of strategic military shit. He's just a really big fucked up mascot yeah uh, honestly yeah. yes 1000 percent, yes it's just like i would absolutely watch titan aaron do fucking cool sign spinning shit that'd be pretty tight <laughs> like he works at little caesar's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he like drops it and then just does his fucking battle cry scream into the <laughs> air punches his, his own head off like yeah. he did like <laughs> Um, I would go Christ. into whatever restaurant that is immediately, like <laughs> without question. So, yeah, from Pixis's uh, standpoint, being a Jaegerist, so to speak, uh, could save the world, he thinks. 
Um, so Aaron sees Hannes and tells him to get back to work, which I think is fucking hilarious. Hannes is like, oh my God, you lived. And Aaron is like, uh, get back to work. <laughs> God, I fucking hate this kid so much. And Hannes is like, I fucking should have let you die. <laughs> He's right. He's absolutely right. Oh, if Aaron Yeager is who we have to rally behind, we should have gone extinct years ago. It's like the vibe of when you see your friend at work and you're just like, you just like flip yeah. the bird a little bit, but he means it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like if, if that person like in that moment decided, actually, I'm now your boss and you're not working hard enough. I'm like, we are no longer friends. God, have you, I've worked with people like that. People, Me too. Aren't those the best? The people who it's like you have the same fucking position and it's mm. like. They start saying that, like, if it's time to lean, it's time to clean shit. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm yeah. the person at work who somebody's just like, oh, man, I was like a couple minutes clocking in. I'm just like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, right. Every time I've ever been a manager anywhere, somebody like I, like I just I don't know how you can give a shit. But it does make me mad because I'm thinking about it and I'm like, Aaron is that guy. Mm -hmm. Aaron yeah. is no. totally that guy fucking hate yeah. him so much dude oh my god <laughs> at least in this show you're gonna see him get the shit kicked out of him constantly um yeah but i want him to die <laughs> well we'll see <laughs> um he already got he already got bit so uh, um so this is the plan they they take they want to take back the outlier district of trost um like i said last time aaron's gonna go tighten and make the and take this boulder and plug up the hole like some kind of joke i should think about later <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay cool <laughs> is that literally what your notes said it is incredible work it is. That's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely stellar. That's so good. <laughs> um, so the troops have gathered to draw Titans to them so that Aaron can be um, undisturbed and that this plan can go without a hitch. Like, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Do they know what show they're in? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's great to see Armin be respected for how smart he is. He's like, uh, sorry if this is not a polite thing to say with rank. And the and the guy's like, go ahead, boy. <laughs> like, like I love that, though. Yeah. He, and they're like, ah, a plan. Let's not get eaten. Yeah. Mm, it's so crazy. It might work. Turns out staying alive. Pretty cool plan. We'll have to try it. Yeah. So, like, honestly, the tactics that they've been like executing have apparently been so shitty that like yeah see, like just just give it to armin give him control honestly yeah. like it can't get any worse that's certainly true Let's yeah this see. is like when you give your your like seven-year-old nephew the controller and he like wins fortnite <laughs> like wait what <laughs> give this plucky little blonde boy a chance <laughs> dude he's plucky as fuck dude yeah um so even so a bunch of people start to desert um but just as like wellman is about to like cut daz down and save me the trouble of ragging on this this 50 year old 17 year old man for the <laughs> for the rest of the show um pixis says like hey anybody doesn't want to do this that's totally fine you don't have to be a part of this operation i only want people that are really like gonna do the damn thing anyway um and like it's like oh okay like that instills a little bit more confidence like we're not just fodder we're not just like bait for this for this thing and therefore you're gonna get people that give a shit about it more and like the operation is more likely to succeed because honestly and again who the fuck knows what's going on right now <laughs> in their world you mean you don't think that like recruiting 17 and 18 year olds to be in a draft and serve in the military so that they can be fodder is a good idea. Hmm. You think that you should have people who are, you know, like skilled and maybe understand what they're signing up for. Hmm. Now, I don't know if we've ever said this before, but this is not a political program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually heard that the My Hero manga just started getting political. Jesus Christ. <sighs> What's the fucking Jordan Peterson thing? Like, we'll see who's laughing or whatever. Woke yeah, liberals. Up or yours, woke <laughs> leftists. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll see who cancels who. That's <laughs> oh, just Aaron God. Yeager. That's so fucking cringe. <laughs> um, but anyway. Anyway. So Pixis brings up the former attempt to retake the walls wherein Armin's grandpa and like 15,000 people died. And he said like, 
everybody in humanity, including myself, bears that sin. Like, damn, okay, he admitted. I said <laughs> he seemed he seems like a fucking real one a little bit yeah. here. Like he's he's like, listen, we have not done great. <laughs> this situation far from far from very, good. Very poorly handled. Yeah, exactly. This one girl found a potato and defended it with her life, okay? <laughs> we need to make it a little bit more plentiful here. He gives a speech, um, like, Wall Cena, the last wall, is it's not going to hold all of the people left if the other uh, wall gets burst, so let's not drive deeper into the walls and die by each other's hands. Let's at least die here as a united humanity. And listen, ACAB and fuck the military, but he kind of spit in them. Yeah. <laughs> Mikasa is assigned to guard Aaron, and they and the elite garrison guard head out as they run. Um, Rico, the, the person with the silver hair, says, listen here, people are going to die today. Those deaths are not nameless, faceless pawns. They're real people with dreams and families and all the feelings that go with it. Everyone is just as alive as you. Ensure that their deaths that are unavoidable will mean something and never forget that. And I'm like, damn, Rico, she is spitting. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, dude, holy shit. And you get the fucking scene of them whipping around town and, like, Aaron, like, jumping and going Titan and, like, landing and shit. Like, it's so fucking, like, the cinnamon topography yeah. in this bitch is so goddamn good. It gives me hype every time. So, yeah, Aaron turns Titan and lands, but something's a little off. He doesn't recognize Mikasa and goes to attack her. Great. Um, almost like this plan uh, was a little bit naive. <laughs> very, very strong start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine if a football game or something like that happened where it's like, all right, and John Elway's on the field. Oh, he's beating himself up. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he just ran over and just fucking full on kicked the running back. <laughs> yeah. John Elway is eating the football. Yeah. <laughs> 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 episode 12 wound uh mikasa goes up to aaron's face and is like hey 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 look at me look at me please do the thing and don't go crazy it would be really great if you didn't go crazy but it's no use he starts hitting himself so fucking hard he almost knocks his goddamn head off he's not regenerating he's probably got some stamina issues like he doesn't know how any of this shit works and neither do we at this point but like i can just confirm that like you're not supposed to go tighten that many times um in quick succession so rico is like done no <laughs> calling it off right now and she sets up a uh, a red smoke signal like this is a loss we can't do this seeing this like one minute after the operation started <laughs> armin is like Fuck, what happened? I need to go over there. Instills a lot of confidence there. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like, you know, it that morbid sense of humor that this show makes you have, but like they send up the green thing saying that, like, all right, we're going, we're, we're starting it. And then, like, four fucking seconds later, it's like everything went really, everything went irrevocably bad. Like, <laughs> irrevocably bad in bad. an instant. <laughs> It really is just like, oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then black screen like five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. The gang gets murdered. So Captain Ian, who uh, picks us left in charge uh, because he he understands the different flavors of alcohol or whatever he said, like Pixis is like, you understand a bitter flavor and a savory flavor. So you're going to be in charge. And he's like, I don't understand what this means, but thank you, sir. <laughs> no I... wonder they've been losing so fucking hard. <laughs> people are assigned to roles. Jesus yeah. Christ. You, you know, my McDonald's order. So you be in charge of the children. <laughs> well, that's totally different. <laughs> I trust somebody with that order with my life. But this Captain Ian is like, hey, I I'm not calling this off. We are going to defend Aaron until we can recover him because I'm not going to just fucking lose him right now after this. Like, maybe we got to go back and, and think about some things, but I'm not going to just let the boy die. So Aaron starts to imagine this this really cool, like metaphorical scene in his head where he's like at home with his family. Um, meanwhile, like I said, he's not regenerating. Armin shows up in like a flash which is like wild um and decides to cut into aaron's titan nape in order to talk sense into him bro that was hard as fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah dude <laughs> armin don't fuck around dude no he's he really is just like nope gotta do a plan right now and they're like 
always good. Yeah, he's yeah, that's yeah. Welcome welcome to Armin Arlert. <laughs> I'm going to like it, he is like you know that like stupid ass Michael Scott uh quote where it's like I don't I don't plan out my sentences, I just see where it takes me or whatever. That's Armin, but like Armin does it in like a smart way where he starts talking and he's like he ends up at a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he saw where like Aaron came out of the Titan. They give a flash. So he knows like that Aaron's body is in the nape of the Titan in the area where like they normally cut that part out of the Titan, though there are no like people in the actual Titans. Mm -hmm. He he stabs his fucking arm and it's like, well, I know that he regenerates whatever. I'm going to stab him and get him to snap out of it. But even that doesn't wake him up. He imagines Armin outside his like dream house thing banging on the window. And he asks, like, why would I want to leave my home? Like, why would I want to join the scouts? And that like sudden thought starts to jog his memory. Meanwhile, uh, with John's squad, shit's going very bad. It seems to be going pretty poorly. (laughs) Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Commanders are dying and the Titans are all up on their asses. And on top of all that, Jean's gear stops working, which is probably the scariest situation you could be in in this whole show. (laughs) He runs to a house to see a a downed soldier's gear and and thinks up a plan. Meanwhile, Armin seems to be bringing Aaron back to normal with (laughs) ASMR about the outside world. It's like weirdly intimate. He's like, there's the sea. And there's lava and there's deserts and stuff like that. And, and Aaron is like, oh, cool. And oh, wakes fuck, up. Dude. <laughs> and he asks, like, why do you want to see this outside world? And Aaron answers, because I was born into this world. Um, we'll elaborate on that in many, many episodes of what that even fucking means. But yeah, in the dub, he said like it was like his birthright or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, he called it his birthright. I'm like, that's very intense. Uh, Boy, I sure don't have great opinions of people no. saying things are the birthright, huh? Hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the Japanese version of saying like I, I want to see it because I was born into this world. That's way like, better. Yeah, this is just like little fashy, little fashy. <laughs> it's a little fashy. Uh, yeah, just a little dash, a dash of fashy. A little dash of fashy. Dash of fashy. You know, <laughs> don't lick that boot. Don't lick don't that want, boot. don't that lick boot. that one. That boot got shit and blood on it. Yeah. Episode 13, Primal Desires, which is not about <laughs> Jess jumping Levi. This is this is not a podcast. God, I well, I, it is a podcast about that, actually. So Jean goes for the maneuver gear, um, but he's chased by a Titan uh, who Marco draws away. He gets the gear on and is saved again by Connie and then Annie. They're, they got his back, which is really cool. Um, because as we know, like literally anybody can die at any time there's no there's no protagonist with like blue hair in this that you're like no they're they're first they're safe for forever literally anybody is at risk in this show at any time which i think is it suspends your disbelief a little bit more because you're like well i don't know if this guy's gonna totally like eat shit here or not so as the titans close in on them they see something it is a big plume of smoke or uh, of steam rather that is moving um, and Aaron has the fucking rock and he's headed to the goddamn hoop, dude. God, he finally got off his ass and got on the fucking payload. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking finally, oh dude. Oh, my God. Team's That's... out here putting in work. You're sitting on your ass, yeah. right? So Captain Ian commands everyone to defend Aaron until the bitter end. Aaron has full consciousness now and is thinking about Armin's question, why go outside the walls um, when Aaron says, from the moment we're born, we're free. It doesn't matter how strong we are. Those that deny freedom are monsters. Lakes of fire, frozen earth, it doesn't matter. The person that would be able to see those things would be the freest person in the world. That's why until Aaron can achieve that, he won't truly be free in his mind. So that's kind of his motivation of just like, if I can't see the outside world, I'm not free. And if I'm not free, I can't, I, like, I won't be able, I can't do sh- Don't even talk to me until I've had my freedom. <laughs> Nate, he's changing you. Yeah. <laughs> he says it doesn't matter how cruel the world is. Fight 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 and it's fucking mikasa with the moves and doing some shit and humanity has achieved victory over the titans for the first time in over 100 years like 107 years to be exact i think however there's still lots of titans around and it's hard to get aaron out of his titan because nobody knows what the fuck is going on as i've said before some titans are about to murk our squad but the cavalry shows up and it's the survey corps wearing their insignia the wings of freedom 
Leading the charge is none other than Captain Levi, who basically shows up and is just like, who farted? (laughs) (laughs) That's my man. (laughs) That's my man. That's my man. Hope he sees this, bro. He will see this, goddammit, to you in 2000 episodes or whatever. Um, So the following days were filled with eradicating the Titans that were in Trost, uh, that were sort of locked in by this boulder situation. Um, All but two... Uh, were killed. Two of two of them were taken hostage for science. We'll meet them next time. Two hundred people are dead or missing, so it's hard to really celebrate the success here. But nevertheless, they did win. The day after the Titans were eradicated, John is helping the cleanup effort when he notices uh, somebody that he recognized. It's Marco, and this is at least for me the most brutal death of the series because we don't see it happen. Mm-hmm. The last we knew, he was looking. At the boulder action with Annie and the others. And he just unceremoniously off screen is just gone. And I hate like the image of him is like so pretty fucked. <laughs> it's it is pretty fucked. A nearby doctor tells Jean to identify the body and move on so they don't have a public health crisis. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> for real, though, this has like a lot of pandemic vibes, this scene uh, for me. And like it, this, this show has been really weirdly like cathartic and helpful with internalizing and processing the sheer amount of like worldwide death that has happened since the pandemic started. And now we're like ramping up this other, this fucking other pandemic potentially too at the the time of recording, which is very cool and sexy for us. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. I know that for some, a show like this can bum you out more, but there was there was a reason that like Contagion was the most popular movie on streaming sites after pandemic started. I think people can learn a lot about coping and perseverance from sad media like this. And like, I don't think I'd be as equipped to handle all the wild garbage in life if it wasn't for a media like Attack on Titan or um, podcasts like Shit Town and, and things like it. That's just kind of like my two cents on like why would you watch a sad thing when it's sad outside? It's like fucking, I, I want to be able to face the sad outside, you know? Yeah. I just find it so like strange and cool and terrifying at the same time that back when this aired, it was from my privileged perspective, such like a, oh, it's like when people started watching Game of Thrones and they were like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. world is so dire and stuff. And like, now you watch it and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes you like. <laughs> Seems about <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, sure is, bud. Yeah. I don't know. It's like weirdly comforting in terms of like hey man you're not the only one like going through it tm right now sure um but yeah so it's after this that one more horrifying detail about the titans is revealed they just spit up the the people that they eat because they don't digest Uh, them so good god dude (laughs) so cam said last time that it is giga fucked that they don't need to eat people to live but even more giga fucked than that they can't eat people to live. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they don't need to. These motherfuckers are like owls. Explain? Don't they have like the, there's like owl pellets and like oh, the stuff they can't yeah. digest like, and like spit back like, out. Yeah. I was like, do owls not need to eat? Bro, you tell me right now if owls are haunted. <laughs> do not fuck with me right now. Do Are owls hungry? <laughs> do not fuck with me, Cam Koenig. I swear to God. Ourowlshungry.com. They Go. actually uh, only kill mice for fun. Oh, <laughs> let that sink in. <laughs> Sheeple. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even. Yeah, well, we all know that birds aren't real anyway. Yeah, of course. So it's yeah. fine. Um, so we see Annie apologize to her comrades for not saving them. But it's like not like she's responsible for all of this shit happening. And Reiner speaks up and says as much. He's like, listen, dude. Do your job. Mourn as you go. There is a lot more work for us to do. Um, Later, in the basement of a building in the interior, Aaron wakes up uh, to Levi and Irwin. Um, God, I wish that were me. Jess probably will say this when I have in here. Irwin Irwin takes some getting used to as as a love interest, but I think I think he's I think he. We will learn to like him a lot. I just think he's dreamy. I just think he's dreamy. Yeah. Aaron's in prison right now where he belongs. Correct. <laughs> the military police has taken him custody. Um, Irwin asks Aaron about like his basement key. And he's like, so, OK, if we get to the basement, we learn the truth of what's going on. And Aaron is like, 
literally that's the only thing i think that i know <laughs> so yeah so the plan now is to retake wall maria and shiganshina in order to safely explore the area however uh, it's only a matter of time before the colossal and armored titans show up and undo everything with like a simple kick so like they can plug up the holes in the wall as much as they want but we don't know what sort of forces govern the colossal titan showing up like is it an every five years thing is it like something that can happen whenever does it have sentience is there a person in there we don't know so erwin erwin asks him what he wants and aaron says i want to join the scouts so levi is like oh cool and he gets up <laughs> he gets up close to him and he's like sick let's do it but hey i'm gonna watch over you personally and if you go fucky at any point it's your ass i wish she'd say that to me <laughs> god god damn it a lot of times a lot of times i'm like i should write in here like jess will make a joke here or something like that but i'm like i don't want to like Ooh. i don't want to like did, you know. I, did i get you there <laughs> you I did mean, that I, wasn't part of the outline <laughs> i definitely could tell that that was a called shot <laughs> um, that was like a softball to home run hit right there. What I'm saying is that I wasn't even playing softball though. I was I, exactly. was, I was over here playing golf. Yeah, and I, you were I like was studying the blade. Oh, yeah, your fucking shitty Rube Goldberg machine of a script just spit out a softball and just hit it for a home run. There That's we go. Some good shows, top is. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to like, you know, pigeonhole Jess into being like the horny one on the podcast, ooh, or whatever. But then I say that and Jess is like, I'm the horny one on the podcast. <laughs> I'm horny and I'm proud. <laughs> horny and proud t-shirt on, on some good shows, dot biz slash mer. Available only on September 11th. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me, dude? <sighs> I'm leaving that in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck, you guys. But uh we we did it. We covered five episodes on this episode, and we are still coming in at around the hour mark, which is cool. Very sexy of us, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's very especially now that we're recording these weekly. We're yeah. still putting them out bi-weekly by pride, but we are recording them weekly so we can have a little cushion in case someone has a baby, Cam. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to poop out a baby. Cam Pregert? <laughs> I'm actually a Preganinant. Um, it's the third stage of it. So. Uh, well, without, without uh, knowing it, we have cut into like we have finished the second or the first half of uh season one oh, which means oh. that next time we will have a new op um, oh that's that's kind of a bummer i love this one <laughs> <laughs> it's real good cam anime update cam has watched all of mob psycho 100 oh. i watched the fucking ovas dude he watched the you watched the ovas for mob psycho yeah wow. they're fucking great are you kidding me <laughs> i adore that show <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And for those that uh, stuck with us during the uh, Shonen Tell period, um, one, Mob Psycho 100 is coming back in October. And Let's two, go, Let's go, there is bitch. a fucking Ranking of Kings special coming yeah. out. Bitch, I am feasting right now. Yeah, no, Cam is like Cam is like now an anime fan TM. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's I very I like I don't know if I like calling myself that, but yeah, <laughs> you are, though. You, if you got more than three shows you want to watch, you're an anime fan, buddy. Yeah, I best start mm -hmm. believing in anime. You best start believing in anime. Um, I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> the things that you liked about this epi these episodes are going to be the things that happen all the time, yeah. where it's like good action, big punches, Armin have good idea. <laughs> Great. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and Jess gets more of a more Levi. Yeah, um, I do. He is he is a very, very main character. <laughs> so we're going to see a lot of him. Uh, ladies, that is actually uh, going into the show. The only name I had ever heard from this show, Levi. Yeah, interesting. From having known nothing about it, I have just heard the name Captain Levi a lot. Probably gotcha. from Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard her screaming from California. Yeah, you know, I will say, I will say, 
I have seen what Aaron looks like in later seasons, and he he's a little fine too. But he's also a fuck up. Oh, oh no, you got Jess over here. Like I could fix him. I, the thing is. I don't think I want to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I just don't want to touch it in general. Sure, I sure, got sure, it. Sure. I got it. There's well, there's that tweet going around that's just like I could fix him, but he's funnier like this. <laughs> <laughs> that tweet's about me. <laughs> Boy, oing. That's uh, Miss Joke and Aizawa, honestly. <laughs> Holy I think shit. I yeah, literally right. saw it in that context. You're but. super right. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, with that, it's it's anime good for me. Um, and thank you everyone for listening to this episode of The Big Three. If you like these episodes or think we missed something, hit us up at, at the Big Three MHA on Twitter, or better yet, check out the Discord link in our description and vibe with some like-minded anime fans. Discord's been popping. Come hang out. It's Dis- it's a really good time in there. It's yeah. it's really cool to just see people have like conversations as deranged as ours last yeah. recording i said i was going to be in discord more and then i proceeded to not open it yes once. correct <laughs> I, I have Maybe i have been time. like yeah i've been really busy at work so i'm not in there as much as i'd like to but i see you i see you. i'm in i'm in i'm in our discord i'm in a discord for a friend group and that's it that's all yeah. I use Discord for, so yeah. I don't blame you for not opening that app. <laughs> so, yes, our art is by Zach Russell. You can find their work at at Cavity Crew. Our music is by Julian V. You can find their work at at Jules VZ. I can be found at at Victory Position on Twitter. I can be found at a Wild Jessichu on Twitter. And I can be found at at The Candy Man. And this has been The Big Three. Peace! Peace!